Hello and welcome to another edition of the Talking Edition podcast. No Rich or Ash today to host because we are down in London. So this is Simon Bykowski joined by Stuart Brennan. Hello there. To talk about Manchester City and uh, since we last spoke City have made an FA Cup final by beating Brighton at Wembley what seems like a month ago but was in fact just a few days ago two days in fact two days um, and they won 1-0 and it was would you say an easy game for them Stu? I wouldn't say it was an easy game they did pretty much what they did in the last two games against Fulham and Cardiff score early and then just Control, contain, just not really, and to hit top gear. Uh, they did this last season quite a lot, I think, City, where they got ahead at this stage of the season, they got ahead and then just took some rest during the game. You know, they've got so many games that finding rest is difficult and they, they didn't they didn't bust a gut to win the game. Uh, it wasn't as easy as, as the Fulham and Cardiff games were, but that's simply because Brighton are a different prospect. You know, they're in the FA Cup semi-final, they've got nothing to lose, so they, they went for it. And I, I, Brighton pl- did pretty well, really. You know, they, they caused City one or two problems certainly more than, than uh, Fulham or Cardiff have done and more than most teams have done this season um, but it was all about just getting through that game uh, and getting through this week I think this is such a big week in terms of the quadruple um, they've done that they've, they've, they've got these three games all in London they've won one uh, at Wembley to get to the cup, to cup final um, now they've got Tottenham in the Champions League and then Palace away if, if they can get positive results in these next two games I feel that'll, that'll take, be a huge stride forwards towards towards winning four trophies and it's been quite I don't know it's hard to assess the last games against Fulham, Cardiff and Brighton because like you say they've got the goals and then they've kind of eased up and put a bit in the tank to sort of store up for for this big week ahead um, but at the same time the defence looks really good it's a lot of clean sheets and Edison isn't having to do much work at all Laporte looks mm-hmm. very very good but we saw Mr Mendy we saw Kyle Walker um, play half a game against Brighton and then get taken off with um an issue shall we say a scraped forehead um, yes it? yeah um, so there are a few questions at full back um, how what defence would you go for against Tottenham I've got a feeling I'm thinking back to when Pep talked about company and he talked about how he's got this amazing capacity to step in for games and he, yeah. he has no qualms in company not being seen for weeks on end and then all of a sudden he steps in he did it when, when City had that wobble earlier in the season when they lost to Palace and Leicester all of a sudden he turned to company who came in for Southampton and then Liverpool biggest game of the season and Vincent Company's in the starting lineup, having not played that much I just wonder if he's going to do that in this game um, It would because you've got Harry Kane there uh, I just wonder whether company will step in Laporte slides across to left back um, because he still he, can, he still utilises that that left foot which is such an important weapon for City these days as, as we saw in the cup semi final um, and you, you, you've got company I think you need somebody who's going to physically dominate Kane who's going to sort of compete with him physically as well as be, be 
you know aware of what he's capable of on on the ground, uh, and I just think Company's the ideal man for that. I just, got, I mean, I, I'll, I'll probably end up looking really silly, <laughs> not for the first time, uh, but I just got a funny feeling that Company might might be a man, the man that he turns to in this game, um, and then and then he, either Stones or Otamendi alongside and Laporte left back because uh, Mendy. Did I mean I've seen people criticising Mendy, but I think he's. he's I criticised Mendy. You did, but it's his, his first start since <laughs> yeah, November. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. and he's not going to be. I, I thought he did all right, and I think he showed what he does bring because he was whipping those first time crosses in. I mean, nothing came of them. No, but there's such an important. You know, he's, he's got a capacity. He'll hit it. He'll hit across first time, and if you're a defender, it's a nightmare because if you've got a player who takes a touch before they cross the ball, um, you got you got a chance to set yourself you've got half a second to just check and look look where the striker is check your own positioning and, and do something about the cross but yeah, when you've got a player yeah, who, just yeah. whack, who just puts it in first time yeah. on the half volley on the volley whatever as Mendy does he's got the capacity to do it and, and do it with quality I think it's such a such an important asset uh, for any team but but certainly for this City team who who thrive on uh, who thrive on <laughs> doing things that, that fraction of a second faster than, than the opposition um, but having said that I, I think that he plays 79 minutes which surprised me because he's such a high energy yeah. position to play in a pep team you know he's up and down that flank he's effectively playing two roles he's defended and he's doing Leroy Sane's job as well um, getting up and getting getting balls into the box so uh, three days later they always say he needs 72 hours to recover um, minimum and it's 72 hours on from that game he's hardly played I just think he's it's a it's a big ask it's a big ask for him I mean what would you do yeah. what, what would your defence be see I think you could take a risk on De Bruyne because De Bruyne isn't in very good form either um, I know he scored that he assisted very well against Brighton but he didn't really do much afterwards mm-hmm. but I think you can take that risk with De Bruyne in midfield because you know he's going to work his socks off even if not everything clicks creatively but I think the gaps Mendy was leaving him behind him which he does but you know like like you said he was alright for a first start I don't think alright will cuss it in a in a Champions League quarter yeah, I, I don't think you can use that as a criticism of Mendy that there are gaps in behind because that's part of his job He's, there, are, there are always going to be gaps in behind. Yeah, no, a, a left, yeah, I mean, yeah. He's in Chenko. But when he when he like tries to nutmeg knockout on the edge of his own box, <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, stuff like that. If it um, comes off, it's great. <laughs> so you know, again, I, I'd hesitate to knock him for that. Yes, um, I, I just think. See, uh, Laporte played left back against Liverpool last year in the Champions League and got done basically um, but I think he's come on and I think Stones has come on and company and I would play Danilo ahead of Kyle Walker right I think yeah. that that was the defence that played when they beat Liverpool at home this season yeah and yeah. I, I just think I think Walker will not have impressed Guardiola pretty much but with his uh, headbutt that wasn't a headbutt kind of on on Saturday I think he was lucky and we've seen with Fabian Delft that if you reckless or silly in a game then you probably won't get picked for many games after I'm not writing off Walker at City but I think he might be on the naughty step for this one yeah I mean I don't know where you grew up Si but where I grew up that wasn't a head <laughs> no, <laughs> not on our estate yeah <laughs> it, it was it was silly though wasn't it it was silly it was, it was silly it was and I, I think he's lucky because these things are frowned upon personally 
to me, if you've got two players rubbing their heads together and one rubs a little more vigorously than the other, <laughs> you know, so what? You know, it would yeah, never be, it'd be a yellow card. I just think in, in, me, today's, yeah, in today's yeah. game, you yeah, really yeah, head towards yeah, I completely understand Pep taking a dim view of it because you, you you know we've seen it in the past with City that silly rash decisions little things yeah. in high you know intense games at this, at this end of the season have cost them but certainly in the Champions League the number of red cards they've had uh, I mean that they've tightened that up in, in the last last two or three seasons I mean Pellegrini really had a push for that you know he, he was always banging on about the discipline that you need to play so certainly could you know when you've got referees who are from other competitions um, refereeing you know who perhaps take a uh, who, you know if that had been a European referee mm. he would have been off yeah yeah I'm pretty sure yeah. he would have been but know. I mean we, we've seen haven't we like remember Guardiola's first season at Barcelona at City when they went to Barcelona in the Champions League and he got slaughtered for leaving Aguero out and playing De Bruyne at nine but mm. he went with a plan and it was nil-nil until 50-60 minutes and then Bravo gets sent off and and it's 4-0 um, Guardiola himself losing his rag and getting sent off last season at Liverpool did not do them any favours really um, yeah. and that is that has been certainly the manager's message for a long time that they cannot afford silly things because they don't know that refereeing decisions might go against them they don't know they might be at their best but what they can control is mm. is their discipline yeah, and I, I think Danilo has been good this season. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of people had doubts about him last season, but I, I think he got off on their own foot because he was being asked to play because <laughs> because they tried to make him play with his left foot. Yeah, <laughs> he got off literally on their own foot. <laughs> he was playing on the left, and he didn't. And people saying, "Oh, he didn't look." But he think, "Well, yeah, he's, I know he was bought to cover both positions, but he clearly feels far more comfortable on the right." Uh, and then he he got a few games this season on the right, and he's done well. And when he's been, he, he, you know, and he even played, he's played in a back three as well, uh, and he's played centre back. And it's almost as if these things have given him the confidence. Uh, he, he can pretty much play in any of those positions, and you trust him. You wouldn't, you certainly wouldn't worry if you, you know, if you're a City fan, you're picking up the team tomorrow night, and Danilo's playing at right back. You certainly wouldn't be holding your head in your hands. You'd be thinking, fair enough, you know. It's not. I, I think that's a genuine competition. I mean, yeah. Uh, like you say, Pep obviously feels the same because at that crux, that, you know, Walker had that terrible wobble against Palace where he was absolutely dreadful, and uh, he was out of the team. And Danilo came in, so Pep obviously sees it as a competition. I mean, Walker tends to win that competition because he brings yeah. so much energy and power and but it, pace. it wasn't really a competition last season, was it? Where no, now it is. Yes, yes, precisely. As always, you put it in a nutshell after I'm <laughs> blathering on endlessly. But should just say earlier on I wasn't hissing uh, when Stu was answering it was an unknown gas leak probably in the hotel that yes, we're yes, sorry recording that. the podcast <laughs> in wasn't just uh, subtly criticising no um, so we've been to Tottenham Hotspurs Stadium today to hear from Pep Guardiola and Raheem Sterling the uh, much talked about stadium uh, it's sort of it's all singing it's all dancing it's going to put all other stadiums in the shade and it to be honest just looks like a stadium from the inside it, it pretty uh Land for today with nobody in it. Maybe it will be a fantastic atmosphere, but there seems to be a lot of uh, a lot of people talking about the impacts the stadium will have. Um, Anfield last year with the bus was obviously a big factor. I think 
both the bus and the Anfield crowd were probably a factor. Yeah, don't bring that up. In my, my, <laughs> my Merseyside fan club will be all over it. it? Saying it Brennan's banging on about that bus again. Yeah, yeah, I know that the players said that it didn't affect them, but I, I think you yeah. could see how rattled Guardiola was when he got off that coach. He was rattled, and you could hear, I mean, the, the video footage from on the bus, you know, City staff going mad about it. And you kind of yeah. think if, if that's how the staff are feeling, the players are going to be feeling similarly. Um yeah. So I, I think and it, I think he definitely you can't say it. The players can't no, say because no. of course all you do then you're encouraging the idiots to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. He, they've all got to say no, no, no. That was nothing to nothing to yeah. do with it. But it did. I mean, you got that, and then you got. I mean, you walk into the stadium, and it, it is a hostile place to go on on a European night. Yeah. And you're three 0 down in half an hour. So uh, I mean, it's a, it's a lesson learned. I mean, everyone's again. All the players and Pep have been saying nothing to learn from that. You know what happened. Happened is we, we move on, but I think you do learn from it. But you, even over two legs, if you have a bad first half hour, you, you can lose a Champions League tie in that first half hour. You, you, you've got to be ready for it. And we've seen Pochettino talking today about uh, you know how aggressive Spurs need to be in those early stages. They want to go out and really have a go at City you know they they obviously saw what Liverpool did last season and think that is the way to do it you know you can get at them early on yeah. unnerve them put pressure on them when they when they're trying to pass the ball around and get the crowd up well you know you, you've got a chance because obviously City are favourites but uh, they were favourites playing Liverpool last season as well so, so the question on some people's lips is will the stadium have an impact on City's performance that was what was put to Guardiola <laughs> and Sterling today at the press conference and they kind of said no yeah I think Pep said well it will if we let it basically yeah. you know yeah, if, yeah. if you if you let the fans get to you but you know these are players who've played everywhere you know they've, they've played in huge hostile atmospheres before you know they, they know they know what to expect they'll they know just to go out and the focus on the game and if they do that um, they're the favourites to win it uh, I, I never get I mean people banging and people have been asking me today what was the stadium like and I said well I didn't really go out and have a look <laughs> I'm not really that <laughs> ever bothered. the diligent professional well, yeah. tucking into UA for lunches yeah I, I was too busy stealing <laughs> UA for food um, <laughs> but uh, to me I mean stadiums are stadiums it's, it's a it's the grassy bit in the middle that's the important bit and what yes. happens on there you know I, I, who, who gives a monkeys what the rest of it looks like you know we're, we're not talking about uh, the Sistine Chapel or uh, or Sagra Familia or something like that it's a, it's a football stadium you know yeah. it's just metal and yeah. glass and stuff and uh, it's, it's what's going on in that rectangular green bit in the middle of it that, that's important to me um, so, and that, that's what I'm looking forward to tomorrow night I don't really give a stuff about the stadium no and <laughs> I suspect not many will I know when De Bruyne was asked at Wembley he said no no yeah. who cares yeah, um, but it, I mean it's certainly I got the feeling today that City are shutting out all those kind of things and they feel like they're on a mission they came down to London on Friday ahead of the cup final cup semi-final against Brighton they've stayed down uh, they've been training at Charlton and then they've been in the new stadium today just to to check it out and get a feel for that but it, it kind of feels like as we build up this quadruple or 
quintuple as Guardiola <laughs> suggested today that you know this team yeah, you better edit that bit, <laughs> you've encouraged Raph again <laughs> this team is really kind of gearing up for a serious assault on on the remaining games yeah like like I said, yeah and this this week is is so important for that I mean they've got to the point now where they're openly talking about it yeah it, know, it's the London week isn't it we've had Brighton and now Spurs and Palace yeah to come I think get through those and it looks a little it's, it's still tough but it's a little easier from then on there's some big games coming up obviously you know oh, yeah. Spurs in the league at home and obviously the Spurs at home in the in the Champions League second leg uh, and then United away the big games but the travelling becomes much less yeah and Pep is obviously he obviously thinks that the travel is a is a factor because he was talking about that that was the whole reason that they stayed down that the travelling just piles so much time on and people talk about you know well these players are pampered now they, they, they travel first class in the train or they, they fly they fly first class they do but as you and I know only too well, because we Kevin De Bruyne made mention of this as well at the weekend that he said, you know, those, those journalists and the fans who, who who travel away with City to every game, you start feeling it. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, yeah. We haven't got the physical aspect, but we're still working. We we we'll travel to away games. You know, you you'll have like hours in the car or on the train. Um, are in a plane and then you get to the other end and you're not you're not sort of going out and having a beer like the supporters are we're, we're working yeah. and, and then you've got you've got the travel again at the other end you know it, it is quite it, it does get certainly at my age it gets to <laughs> but, yeah um, yeah yeah uh, and they have they have physical exertion on on top of the mental strain of, of, of yeah. everything else yeah. that physical exertion so it, I think it does it does I mean City do everything right obviously they're, they're thoroughly professional um, we wait forever for them to come out of the dressing room at Wembley uh, and find out that they were having massages in the dressing room um, which is, isn't usual but um, it's just a case of let's get it done now because we're going back to the hotel afterwards and then uh, you know that's that's another job out the way kind of thing because everything's sort of getting a little bit squeezy so many games it's such a short space of time um, that it, you know it needs must at times um, but yeah and it, it's such a it's such a cru- crucial weakness I think if, if they can come through this week with a good result against Spurs having already got into the FA Cup final and then go to Palace which is a really difficult game for me yeah um, if they can go there and get a win nothing less it'd have to be a win um, then then you can sort of look afresh at the rest of the season I think yeah it does seem to be more manageable after I mean Palace's home form is not as good as it could be they've got most of the points away this season but it's Sellers Park it, it's one of those games that just feels difficult but if they get through that then their away trips are United Burnley and then Brighton on the final day of the season with potentially a Champions League semi in Turin or Amsterdam thrown in mm. but I mean yeah people say they're just doing their jobs they should know how to travel about everywhere but it, it's not that normal no. to have three games away in London in a week no. Um no, it's not. And, you know, there's stories from the World Cup, like the Germany team having to turn the Wi-Fi off because players were up playing Fortnite <laughs> until the early hours of the morning. And, you know, people try and get through these things however they, they do. It's not as simple as saying, all right, you're all asleep now at 11 o'clock or whatever. So, mm. so yeah, the, 
it, but it feels like they're tra- trying to sort of make it as big as possible and they brought a big squad down with them Zinchenko's here and Claudio Bravo's back with the squad so it is kind of a big group as they uh, as they go for it but as you were saying with you know that one half against Liverpool the uh, the hissing is back now oh yeah if, if that's audible um, <laughs> but um, you know that 30 minutes against Liverpool cost them and Guardiola has talked about the Schalke away game where Otamendi got sent off and saying you know normally we would have lost that game 4-5-1 and been out because of that Um, so do you see him being a bit more circumspect tomorrow or is it a case of playing the normal game and just trusting not to make any errors they'll they'll play the normal game they'll just do what what City always do They'll, they'll go out I, I think if Spurs do go out helpful ladder, it could play right into City's hands. Yeah, because he's so adept at, at countering that these days. I mean, that's what we've been saying. Like Brighton, Cardiff, and Fulham, people have, were saying, "Oh, the boring games." Well, you need an opposition to attack. Yeah, to have to have a good game of football, and none of them did. So, yeah, I think Tottenham got such a poor record up at City in recent years that they think that their their biggest chance is to, is to win this one and they've, they've got to go out and try and win it from the start and I just think that City are capable of just taking them apart on the counter um, I mean Pep talked about I mean I asked him a question about, about that about you know um, Spurs coming out aggressively and what they did, have they learned from, from Liverpool last season and he, he sort of he was a bit flippant and said, "Yeah, yeah, we, we want to score three goals in the first half hour." But you know, <laughs> you can imagine that that is a, that is a possibility with this city team. You, you could just imagine them doing exactly that. Um, they, they've matured so much from that Liverpool performance. I feel. I mean, Pep's repeatedly talked about. City being better this season than they were yeah. last season, and people sort of poo-pooed that idea a little bit. Um, but I, I think he's right in that regard. I think they have learned. I think that they're not they're not as gung ho. They're not as um, they're not as all out attack. The defense is better, as you said. They've, they've been, yeah. they've been yeah. keeping clean sheets, uh, and like you say. Brighton came out of that glowing you know they were getting right, rightly so they got tributes for the way that they, they gave City a game and, and, and kept the result in doubt right to the last yeah, minute but they barely gave Edison a yeah, game didn't Edison they? had nothing to do you know Laporte had to clear one from Laporte inside the six very, yard very good, box yeah. but yeah. That, that was about it really and that, that came from a set piece from you know and set pieces are always going to be a problem for a team like City um but yeah, I, 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 you know they'll just go out and play the normal game. Simple as that. That hissing sound, by the way, it could be that cobra in the corner. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I hadn't seen that. You've got an no, infestation. Matches well with the carpet. <laughs> um, right, I think we will we will leave it there after your prediction of how the game will go. So um, we haven't discussed it, but do check out Raheem Sterling's uh, comments on racism and talking about Danny Rose, Leonardo Benucci and you know his his role as a spokesperson or not for well he's, he don't want to be a spokesperson but yeah. person but he spoke brilliantly and I thought yeah. really really good you know the lads the lads matured so much and it is worth reading I think I think it's yeah. it, and I think it should be 
compuls- compulsory <laughs> with you. Yes, and uh, you don't hear from him often either, do you? So it was no. quite nice to yeah. to see him sit down and speak. Um, but yes, I hope you all enjoy the game tomorrow, uh, and we will. Our next episode will be after after the game I would imagine Thursday or Friday so do uh, look out for that and feel free to subscribe and comment and tell us we're rubbish on Acast or iTunes or anything however you get your your podcasts Um, and yeah enjoy the game